Before we get started, let's talk about what's new at Cold Wax Academy. Rebecca and Jerry have just launched their fall quarter of live online sessions with a special focus this time on member participation, plus informative sessions on a variety of other topics. This month also marks the beginning of Cold Wax Academy's third year of teaching sessions, meaning that the member library now has over 80 recordings and other instructional documents available for members. To access this wealth of information and to take part in upcoming live sessions, please visit the membership page at coldwaxacademy.com and sign up for one of the two levels of membership available. That's coldwaxacademy.com. All right, let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Messy Studio with Rebecca Kroll, the podcast at the intersection of art, travel, entrepreneurship, philosophy, and life in general. I am Ross Tickner, Rebecca's audio producer, podcast guru, and her son. On today's episode, we are talking about gratitude. It seems to be true for us as humans who sometimes struggle in our lives that identifying the good things in life, what you feel grateful for, is a practice that leads to more contentment and joy. As we record this tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day in the United States, and it's a traditional time to count one's blessings and share time with family and friends. Even if it's not a holiday where you live or your own festivities are minimal, acknowledging that you're grateful is always a good idea. Today, Rebecca and I share a few things we are feeling gratitude for in our own lives and hope our conversation inspires you to think about what has been good in the past year for you, our listeners. With me, as always, is Rebecca Kroll. Hello, everyone. Yep, Thanksgiving is tomorrow here in the U.S. <laughs> and it is, uh, I think, I think probably every culture around the world has times when, you know, you pause to be grateful. So this, this seems to be it for us. At least it's a very definite part of the holiday. So um, we, we did have another topic planned for today, but we said, mm, wait a minute, <laughs> let's let's focus on gratitude. And, and Yeah, let's do the annual Messy Studio <laughs> Thanksgiving Spectacular. <laughs> right. So, and, and so... Uh, we we both put together a little list of some things that we're feeling grateful for. I think, obviously, topping the list, I'm sure for both of us, is family, friends, um, health, um, and uh, you know, for me, the the life that we're starting to build here in New Mexico is really uh, feels really good to me. Um, and so there are many things in, in daily life to be thankful for. I'm going to focus a little bit in my remarks about how it's been for me as an artist. Um, and that, because I think that's kind of, you know, probably something that a lot of our listeners relate to uh, that will resonate with. But um, I think some of what we're going to talk about is also a bit more general. Well, and yeah, and, and personal as well. And I, I think, I mean, we've both moved in, in the past uh, a little bit more than a year, but uh, we, we're both living in new places. And, um, you know, I for, for me personally, I mean, I, I think it's been, um, I, I'm incredibly grateful to be living in a place that uh, I, a year ago I knew almost nobody. Um, and now uh, we have some some really good relationships with uh, with our friends, with our community, with our church. Um, you know, I had uh, somebody who I hadn't talked to in, in quite a while, um, but he called me up out of the blue today just to make sure that I had somewhere to go for Thanksgiving. 
Um, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and it just just to have those those connections with people and uh, and and to have people, uh, you know, who are really good people in our lives here. You know, yeah. that's I think that's something to be to be truly thankful for. I mean, I. Um, I, in the past year, I've, I've seen generosity from people that I, I frankly would not expect from people who have known me for decades and and it's coming from people that barely know me. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. That's been really impressive to me. Right. And those, um, I mean, typically uh, relationships take a while to form. So it seems like it has happened pretty quickly for you. Um, I think for me here in New Mexico also pretty pretty quickly I would say I think there's I think when you have connections about shared interests and things like that it it really helps and this this community um you know that we live in has a lot of artists and a lot of just creative people and it it just opens doors and it's been um you know just surprising to me here as well that that uh you know I can I can say there are people I'm, you know, they're good friends. I'm quite close to them, and it, it's happened relatively quickly. Um, you know, throughout my life, it seems like it's taken a much longer time to make those connections. So it is gratifying when that happens. <laughs> yeah, it, well, and as you grow older, it's it's usually more difficult to form those relationships. And so I, mm-hmm. I'm really glad to hear that you've had success, um, you know, forming those relationships in New Mexico. Yeah, it's it's been you know kind of organic, kind of easy, natural. Um, it is a small community, and you know I'm I'm always hearing about people they I don't know yet. Somebody will say, "Oh, you don't know so and so," and I'm like, "No, not yet." But <laughs> this is not a lot. There's not a lot of people that live in Dixon, New Mexico. So <laughs> sooner or later, I guess we do get to know each other. Um, yeah, and and for us, there was maybe a, a kind of an urgency uh, with with needing those those uh, kindnesses from people. Um, you know, longtime listeners know uh, about the uh, the health problems that, uh, in particular, that my wife had, um, and uh, the the podcast was shut down for uh, for four months this year. Um, and one of the things that I'm very thankful for is that Kara is still alive um, because that was something that was a very real concern at one point this year was that, uh, uh, you know, Kara was very close to death. Yeah, um, it was scary. Yeah. yeah. And so it's it's uh, I'm, I'm very relieved, um, you know, that we made it through that. Um, and I'm, I'm very relieved that we made that made it through that in a place where we were surrounded by good people. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, and so those are those are things that I'm really thankful for, and I'm and I'm very thankful that the uh, the podcast has managed to uh, to grow in spite of being shut down for for a, a, a good chunk of ch- of time, and especially you know following the year when we moved, when we also had to that's um, right <laughs> stop producing episodes for a while. So things have been a little bit less consistent for the last couple of years now compared to years previous in the podcast and and yet our numbers have continued to grow. We have new listeners all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm very I'm very thankful that that my wife is alive, that my baby is healthy and doing well. Um and uh and and that we've got those relationships here. Yeah. Um yeah, and I I agree about the um the podcast that to know that we we definitely have some very loyal listeners and they're also new listeners all the time so uh we we really really appreciate that i think one of the things that you know was on my list of 
gratitude, um, uh, speaking as as an artist, but also as a, as a as an instructor and as you know part of this podcast. There's been so many good connections with other artists that um, I'm grateful for. And I mentioned, you know, here in Dixon, where I live, this community. Um, but, you know, it's it spreads, it spreads far and wide. And it is hard to actually comprehend um, what that means. But, but I hear from people. I hear from people through uh, Cold Wax Academy, and I hear from people who just like my work, and we hear stuff about the podcast. And, you know, I'm grateful that people express their their appreciation and their gratitude because that's how we know <laughs> that we're we're doing good things. Um, and it's just I think that as a kind of a this kind of a human thing that is like we we as people want to be seen somehow not necessarily in terms of being in the limelight or anything like that but we want people to understand us right we want people to get us and that's kind of just a really basic desire i think we have as people and so when when someone does that and they get you <laughs> they get your art they get your friendship whatever it is that is so gratifying because you feel like you've made that that connection so the sort of vague idea of connections was on my list because it it's pretty broad. There's a lot of connections that go on and they are sometimes a bit mysterious. I mean, how does word spread about things? Um, we don't really know, but it does. And that it feels really good. It feels really gratifying. Um, as an artist, I guess I have a few other things that made me feel pretty good in the last year and a um, couple of times being able to, to get my work out there <laughs> being seen by people um, I had a, a show in Colorado that was really well received and it was it was it was really good to um, that the gallery had changed hands and to kind of um, you know make the connection once again with the new owners and everything and have a successful show um, my my gallery connection here in New Mexico, um, Winter Road Gallery in Santa Fe has been really good. Um, lots of lots of sales there and just good people to work with there. And also, I think, you know, I mentioned the studio tour that happened last or earlier this month. And that, that was also really good. And again, somewhat surprising or mysterious how many people would, would show up would buy things um, and to be part of that. And, and it is community-wide. It wasn't just me. I think a lot of people had good success that weekend. And to be sort of just step into that and say, oh, there's this thing in place here that the studio tour has been going on for 40 years that draws people here and I can be part of it. And it, it, was, it was great. Um, but that thing about getting work just in front of people uh, – Again, knowing that people appreciate your work and feel the connection with your work is is really satisfying. And that's, I mean, of course, sales are great, but that that communication, that knowing somebody sees your work and it speaks to them, that's really what it's about. Um, yeah, when you have like a really strong reaction from somebody, that's that's like almost better than a sale. 
you know, like that. Like yeah. we need sales because we need to be able to pay our bills. Like there's, you know, just kind of a like a nuts and bolts reality to this thing where yeah. we, we need to make money. Um, but when somebody like really appreciates your work, that I is, know that, it's amazing. Yeah. It's almost like I get tongue tied. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, when somebody has that sort of wow reaction, you know, Oh wow. You know, it, it just, I don't know. There's nothing like it. <laughs> it's just, it just enhances um, this, the joy of, making art and and be simply being able to to make art is something i'm really grateful for the work itself because i look at um life in general and and experiences that happen and i think if i if i weren't doing something creative i don't know how i would process all that it just seems so integral to my life to be able to speak through my work and, you know, process, digest, and, and so on as I paint. Uh, it's hard to imagine not being able to do that. So it, it generates a lot of excitement in me. Um, and I think as I age, I feel ageless. When I paint, I don't have an age, you know. And it's, it's renewing all the time. So I, I certainly am really grateful just to be able to paint. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, and and I I have a maybe a, a short story here too. It, you because when, when we're talking about that that reaction that people have, um, and it's I think sometimes we just we don't even really understand the the meaning that we bring into somebody else's life. Um, you know, with our mm-hmm. work. Um, and, uh, so tonight I was, uh, I was delivering flowers. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and so we were, uh, delivering a lot of like kind of Thanksgiving centerpieces and things like that. And I, I brought a, a bouquet of flowers, uh, to a woman and it was somebody who we hadn't been able to, to get a hold of ahead of time. So it was a surprise cause she wasn't picking up her phone. Uh, but, uh, so I showed up and I rang the doorbell and I, I hear the garage door open um, around the side of the house. I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess she's coming out through the garage. So I go around to that side of the house and it was, it was an older woman. Um, and when she sees me holding the flowers, she burst into tears. Oh, (laughs) and she was like, she was like, oh my God, flowers. And, um, so she was, she was so happy to get these flowers. And I was like, yeah, I got, I got flowers for you. Um, and she said, I I'm, I'm sorry. It's just been a really hard year because I have cancer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so I, I was, I talked to the woman for a little while and it turns out that we go to the same church. Uh-huh. Um, but she doesn't, um, she's not able to, to make it to, to church services because, she, um, she's immunocompromised. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but she's got like these really strong relationships with like, we know a lot of the same people. And, <laughs> um, so I, I talked with her for a little while, um, and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was like a really, a really powerful experience, mm-hmm. you know, to, um, to have that, that moment with somebody yeah, that, that, and that very personal yeah. moment. Like I, I don't even want to share too much of that moment with our audience because it is so personal. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's really, um, you know, when you, when you have that impact on somebody, like yeah. all the all the times when things don't go right, it's all kind of worth it mm-hmm. for those for those moments when you know that you made a, a that you made a difference for somebody, even yeah. just for a moment. And it's you know could be an absolute stranger, and 
yeah, it is. That's <laughs> kind of the root of, of, you know, a lot of things. I'm, I'm a little tongue-tied right now, but <laughs> I mean, that is, is so important, that connection for sure. Um, and when we meet listeners who who have we've had an impact on with our with our conversations yes. over the last few years, I mean, I I don't think we really fully understand uh, no. how th- this impacts people. I mean, to us, we're just it's like we're having a conversation on the phone. I know, you know? But I know it's odd, you know, when with a few thousand of our closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one uh, one listener uh, commented recently on uh, Facebook, I guess that. It's like she said, it's kind of uncanny because at the time there were three or four topics that were really relevant. She was having an, an exhibit. And so we were talking about, you know, preparing for your exhibit and all this stuff. And there were like several in a row that she said they were so relevant to what she was doing. And, you know, you hear different things like that and you think, wow, okay, really? You know, <laughs> it's, uh, or, you know, certain topics we've had, people, you know, are, are quite moved and, and share things um, that, that it brought up in them and and you know we don't we can't always predict what those are but there are sometimes some rather personal topics I think the one we did about vulnerability hit a lot of people and there's been a few others that just you know people say wow I really needed to hear that or I'm so glad other people feel that or something like that and you realize that there is this web of communication going on that is not something we can actually experience or, you know, we get little glimpses of it. That's about it. But we do certainly feel really grateful to our listeners and, and always encourage feedback. I mean, it's really good to hear, um, you know, what you think about what we talk about. And sometimes that happens on Facebook but as a comment, but sometimes we also get personal messages, which is really nice. Another thing that we're really thankful for is just the people who have supported the podcast and supported us. Um, you know, there were a lot of people that that donated uh, to help us out with medical bills at one point, and I kind of lost track. I was trying to to thank everyone individually. I kind of lost track of where we were on that. Um, I think that that might have been around the time when Kara got sick, and by the time we came back, I'd lost my place. And so there's a lot of people that donated that I didn't end up thanking individually, but just please know that if you did donate, uh, particularly when we were asking for help with medical bills, that we really, from the bottom of our hearts, we just appreciate that so much. And it was it was incredibly helpful to us, and it is. It still continues to be very helpful to us. Um, and, and also the, uh, the Blick affiliate link is just a wonderful way to support us and support the podcast. And we, we are thankful that we have that relationship with Blick because they give us a, a 10% commission when people use our affiliate link. So those of you who do use our affiliate link, uh, really thank you so much. It's, uh, it's incredibly beneficial to us. And, uh, and that affiliate link is of course, messystudiopodcast.com slash Blick. And, uh, right now, um, it's, uh, when this airs, it's it's going to be Saturday, so uh, Black Friday deals are uh, going to be uh, kind of mostly over. But there's um, they are running deals all weekend long uh, through Monday. And what Blick says about that is that it's for a limited time while supplies last and that prices are subject to change. Uh, so you really need to go over to the Blick website and just see what's on sale. I do know that the Utrecht Artist Oils are on sale and they do have 11 new colors as well. But if you navigate to MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick, that will take you straight through to the regular Blick website. And if you're listening to this on the weekend when it airs, 
you're going to find good deals on oil paints, on pastels, on acrylics, on watercolors, and on all kinds of other things that are useful for you in your art business. So once again, that's MessyStudioPodcast.com slash Blick. Thank you so much to everyone who uses that link. Yeah, it really does help. Uh, so all right, now another uh, uh, ham-fisted transition <laughs> back into things that we're, <laughs> that we're grateful <laughs> things for. Things we're grateful for. Well, it wasn't, I mean, there was a connection there. We are grateful for our listeners. We're grateful for your support. Um, I wanted to mention a couple of other experiences that I had in the past year that kind of blew me away. Um, and, you know, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I I do go to Ireland um, to the Bowen Glen Arts Foundation every year. Um this year really um, was a special time because I I was uh, really grateful to be part of the celebration of Jim Sherbarth's life and work that took place um, at Bowen Glen in May. And he, um, you know, again, if you're, if you're a listener or perhaps you knew Jim personally, he was a friend, wonderful artist and friend who died uh, two years ago. And he was strongly connected with Bowen Glen Arts Foundation about two and a half years ago now um, and ended up, you know, uh, funding uh, like a, a trust for them. So he his legacy lives on at, at Bowen Glen's and there was an exhibit of his work and friends of his came from all over, family came and I was part of that and I I curated an exhibit that was kind of in conjunction with his exhibit based on uh, his idea of complex simplicity. So I chose artists from the collection that would be in that show. And I thought about him so much when I was there, when I was working on that curation. And then, and then the day came and people were arriving for several days from all over. And there was such an amazing feeling. It was really a moving time. And you could just feel the love and respect that everyone had for him. And we were solemn at times and other times we got silly and we laughed and, you know, all the things you do when you're remembering somebody's life. We went to um, some of the places that were important to him as a group. We took a bus tour. So it was amazing. And I was so, it felt so good to be part of that. It was, it was really my goodbye to Jim. You know, I, up till then, I, I think it was more abstract, even though, of course, we saw him near the end of his life. You and I did, but and and we were we were very blessed to have that time with him, you know, and to, it was to be able to to have that interview um, and and produce that that oh, video. No. And it was um, it was really heartbreaking that he passed without being able to see it. Um, that was something yeah. that hit me really hard because I was, I was working really hard to try to get this thing done just so that he could see it. Yeah. And I think that but Jim was knew, just holding he on knew long it was happening. To, yeah. Yeah. And, and he I, knew. but it's, yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to show that, um, at Val and Glenn though. Right. So that video was running, uh, during, uh, the reception and, and for several days afterwards, cause there were people coming around, uh, wanting some quiet time to see the video when it wasn't, you know, a big reception and all that. Yeah. Anyway, that that experience, uh, to be able to be part of that just really felt good. And and the other um, artist residency that I had that was new for me this year, Bowen Glen is pretty much annual, but this year, um, as you listeners also know, I just came back from Portugal um, about three weeks ago now, and 
just uh, to be able to do these residency programs to me is, I, I'm really grateful for that because these are amazing experiences, times of focus, times of productivity, um, connecting with other artists. And so I, you know, I want to keep, keep having these experiences and, and keep talking about them because I think that they are available to many people if, if they go for it, you know, it's, it takes some planning, it takes some focus, but um, there are many of these residencies around the world and, and lots probably in whatever country you're listening um, from, there will be something even a little bit more local. So Anyway, that's a little plug for artist residencies, but I'm really grateful that they have been, I've been part of so many now, and they always uh, grow my work. And the other thing that I, I wanted to mention as an artist being really grateful for, uh, it's now mm, a little over, about two and a half years that I've been in the studio that we built here in New Mexico, and the studio itself, the building, is uh, something that I'm really thankful for. It's it's so light-filled. It has, just has this kind of airy atmosphere. And you look out the windows, and um, I see mountains. And now, at this time of year, snow-capped mountains out there. <laughs> see the sky, the sunsets, um, really beautiful. The space itself is just, it's, um, it's just more spacious somehow. Even though it's a smaller building than what I had before in Wisconsin, it is much less cluttered and messy, shall we say. <laughs> I'm not sure we could continue to call this the messy studio. I've managed to keep it pretty organized. And it's, you know, I still don't put the caps on my paint tubes, but <laughs> my, my painting table is a mess. But uh, it's a beautiful building. And whenever I go in there, I just feel like expansive, you know, like the, the possibilities are unlimited. <laughs> and and to be able to put that, to be able for us to build that with real insight about what, you know, what I would want in a studio, purpose-built building, was a really wonderful um, thing to be able to do that. And to be able to invite people in, and not just friends, uh, which I've always done in my studio, but... Um, I've had people from galleries come in and visit, and I feel proud to have them come in. I mean, it looks good. Um, and I've had, you know, part of the studio tour, as I mentioned, so other people that I don't know, general public. Um, and that just feels like kind of a step beyond what what I had before, which I was also grateful for. But this is uh, pretty special yeah, I'm I'm really hoping that eventually um here in in Florida that we can have uh you know a purpose built space uh for our flower business. Um but for now I'm very thankful for the uh the building that we do have which is uh actually a repurposed artist studio. It, it That's was That's right. A, yeah. Yeah, it's there's a there's a it's it's a shed in the backyard, but it's a very nice shed and it's it's heated and cooled. Um, and, uh, the cooling is important because we have fresh flowers in there. So we, we keep it, uh, below 60 degrees in there, uh, pretty mm -hmm. much all the time. Um, but, uh, it's, a it's, it's a space that is, that came with our home that is, is perfect for what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we're very thankful to have that space, um, and to be able to, to run our business out of it. And we're very thankful that our business is growing, you know, that we, yes. 
we have uh, we've we've had some very good success, particularly in the last month or so. Mm-hmm. And and we're yeah. we're hoping that because the kind of work that we're getting right now is not really what we want to do. Um, it's it like we're very happy to to have the work um but it's it's not as creative you know it's it's more it's kind of like if if you uh if you train to be a uh, a gourmet chef and then you you got a job working as a short order cook or you know working, yeah. <laughs> working at a fast food restaurant or something we're doing a lot mm-hmm. of orders that are coming through from like 1-800 flowers or something like that so we're trying to to match someone else's design rather than getting creative and doing you know our own designs yeah. and and Kara is such a talent. She she's amazing. Oh my god, her color, her sense of color and texture is right. So beautiful. I mean, she's a classically trained artist who's doing flowers, you know. And so, yes. like, when she's able to actually do design, it comes out really, really nice. And and so we're looking yeah. forward to the the business going in that direction. I've I've had the more creative work as of late because I get to design the advertising and mm-hmm. uh, you know do do things like that that. Uh, are a little bit more in my wheelhouse that are are more creative and fun for me, um, but I'm I'm really hoping that over the next year that uh, that our business can shift more and become more creative and more fun, particularly for Kara. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of our listeners uh, who produce occasionally at least produce visual art on demand will relate. You know, a very specific commission, for example, where you know it's it's very spelled out what you're supposed to do. It's uh you know you know it's income, but it's it's not the same. It feels a little constrained sometimes, <laughs> yeah. and I think even even more so with what Kara's doing because she has to basically replicate a photo, right? That is a picture of the order, right? And and, and honestly, sometimes these these photos come through and uh, they're clearly photoshopped. Like, like oh. they have they have flowers in them that like where they've they've changed the color of the flower into something that's unnatural. Where it's like, okay, that that flower, I mean, you could spray paint it that color, but it doesn't come that color. And it's like, I mean, that's not even a photo of a spray painted flower. That's something that is photoshopped. So there's, I mean, we've honestly, we've turned down orders before because we're like, this is an impossible arrangement to make. Like this doesn't exist in in real life. So, Well, you certainly have a lot of um, inside view of the flower business that (laughs) is is ever growing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and I'm also hoping that uh, that the podcast here um, starts to generate some more income. I mean, it, it's uh, it's generating a very small amount of income right now. Uh, basically, it just we're 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 kind of just barely covering production costs right now, um, mm-hmm. which is good because we I mean we spent years sinking money into this podcast and and it just kind of coming out of pocket. Um, but uh, so it's good it's good that we mostly have things paid for at this point. Uh, I think we still have, uh, I don't think we've paid ourselves back for some of those equipment and stuff like that, but, um, mm-hmm. but that, that's okay. <laughs> but, uh, I would, I would like the podcast to become something that generates revenue to take less pressure off of, you know, doing these kind of, um, you know, 1-800-Flowers orders and things like that in order to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I, that's something that I'm hopeful for over the next year. Um, yeah, I think it's a reasonable expectation. We we do put a lot of work into this, and you you have all the production end of it. So, um, and people do people make money from podcasts. Certainly, they do. So it's not unreasonable to think that might happen. 
Right. And um, I don't I don't think we've really even talked about like the way things are kind of structured here um at the podcast like so you you own Cold Wax Academy, that's your thing. Um right. and I I own Tick Digital Media and this podcast is a Tick Digital Media production. Um so we we do advertising for Cold Wax Academy. Um and uh and this is something that we do together mostly because we just enjoy it. We we love talking to each other. We love producing content for you, our listeners. Um, but uh, the if money gets generated from this podcast, it 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 goes to me. So that that is that is the the situation right. here at, at the messy studio. <laughs> In case anyone wondered, <laughs> yeah. If if you're if you're donating to the podcast, uh, it it's uh it's going to pay for production costs, uh, which is going to tick digital media. Yes. And that, yeah. And, and we, we are mutually supportive with Cold Wax Academy. We talk about it because that's what I do. That's my business. So, um, my, I'm co-owner at least. So, um, yeah, well, I think there, um, I don't know, anything else that you want to mention? As far as I mean, gratitude is it could go on and on, right? There's I know, a lot yeah. To I, be I, I mean, I'm, I'm still coming up with stuff. I mean, so my yeah. my dog had uh, a tumor recently, um, and uh, and he had surgery, and the surgery was successful, and and they think that he's hopefully going to recover. It's still kind of up in the air, but he's he's doing pretty well, and he's he's 13 years old, um, you know, so he's kind of at that age where like everything is a temporary fix. But we're we're very thankful for like every day that we have with him yeah, at this point, yeah. you know, and, and we're really great... hoping that, that, you know, next year I'll be talking about my dog and how he's still with us. You know, I'd sure hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but every day that we have with him, we're thankful for. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we have a dog now, I guess we're grateful for Sophie. She yeah. Is... Yeah. Sophie was, was, she was a stray or. Yeah. Well, somebody dumped her by the road. She's a little poodle and, um, she was abandoned and rescued and, um, she just fit right into our lives. She's just smart and funny and quirky and <laughs> she's great. So yeah, that's been a fun thing. So I think we just want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. I think by the time you hear this recording, you will have had it and hopefully it was great. We're, we're recording this on the Wednesday on Thanksgiving Eve, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, but it'll go up on the weekend. And we hope that everybody had a really good day that celebrates. Well, I think that about wraps up this episode of The Messy Studio. For more from The Messy Studio, please go to MessyStudioPodcast.com and sign up for the email list. You can also find The Messy Studio on Facebook, as well as Rebecca's public profile page. For more from Rebecca Kroll, check out RebeccaKroll.com and Cold Wax Academy at ColdWaxAcademy.com. Be sure to sign up for the email list to stay up to date on events, book signings, and openings. For more from myself, Ross Tickner, check out rosstickner.com. The Messy Studio is a Tick Digital Media production. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week with more art and entertainment. Until then, embrace your creative space, messy or otherwise. Thanks, everybody.